Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 61 of This Week in Marketing show. And a happy Father's Day to all and current future fathers. I'm your host, Sajid Islam. Today, I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of June 14, 2021. So let's start off today. First, we're going to start off with Instagram. So Instagram has announced that the Reels ads are available globally. Now, if you have been following our show you know, I had predicted that Reels ads will be coming on the day we covered the release of Instagram Reels. Why is that? Well, you know, that's the business Facebook is in, right? Uh, the backstory here is that Facebook tested the Reels in select countries and now IG Reels are available globally as of June 16, 2021. According to Instagram, they feel like Reels is the best place on Instagram to reach people who don't follow you and a growing global stage where brands and creators can be discovered by anyone. These ads will help businesses reach greater audiences, allowing people to discover inspiring new content from brands and creators. Well, that was Instagram's official you know, statement, but I will tell you, well, if they come up with, if Instagram were to come up with like just say called X reels tomorrow, they're going to say that that's the best reels, uh, best place on Instagram to reach people globally. Forget about it. But for now, there is a new inventory type. You can obviously take advantage of it for us. We don't do Instagram ads. We don't do Facebook ads. In fact, uh, to the point where I haven't run a Facebook ads in the last three years or so. And it's just Friday I found out that my ad account has been blocked because they think, you know, I did something suspicious i ran an ad that is counter to the facebook's algorithm uh, community standards recently and which is why they're uh, blocking my account well facebook i didn't run ads why are you blocking it something like i don't know i've never had any ad disapproved but anyway that's a different story but that's what it is if you have ad account that's working great good for you go ahead and give it a try let's move on Next up, we have uh, inst- another feature update from Instagram, where they have they have launched added the f- capability to do group fundraising uh, for people to raise money for a social cause, and every donation that uh, is raised through fa- Facebook slash Instagram will go directly to the nonprofit. Which basically to say, Facebook is not taking a cut for now. Okay, they didn't say this, but mark my words for now. Uh, once it becomes uh, big enough, they will. Um, so, where I mean, till date, that Facebook have people have raised about five billion with a B dollars of on you know Facebook slash Instagram. And what Facebook is saying, look, look, offline fundraising is often a group activity from things like walkathons to bake sales to concerts. And they wanted to bring that same sense of community to Instagram fundraisers so people can activate together around a single cause. And the way it works is that, you know, when you start a fundraiser on Instagram, you'll be able to invite people to join the effort and have more people promote it. Um, in my opinion, this is definitely not going to replace a GoFundMe or any other vehicles that people are already doing it, but this would be something in conjunction with that. So the way I think it would work is actually, I'll take it back. 
uh, it has to you have to have a direct nonprofit unless you are going through say uh, a pseudo nonprofit where the, you have some of those pseudo nonprofits you know you could they could become your proxy and you can uh, and you know I forgot the term but basically they will collect all the donations for you and then they will in return uh, pass the in the amount collected to you minus their uh, processing fee. There are organizations and entities like that, but this will by no shape and form should replace like GoFundMe or anything else you're doing. This should be a good value add to whatever you have and as a way to tap in people uh, to your, uh, you know, uh, outside your network. Okay, with that, let's move on to Google. So from Google comes, Google has launched, uh, finally launched Google Search Console Insights. Uh, they've been playing around with for about a year now, as in by May, they've been testing it out. And what they're saying is this is actually a good tool to help site owners better understand their audience, aka content, right? Uh, SCI, I'm calling it SCI because Search Console Insights, short, uh, combines data from both Search Console and Google Analytics in an effort, uh, in an effort to make it easy for, you know, a site owner created to understand content performance oftentimes you know it can become very overwhelming for you to understand what's happening in google analytics and pair that up with uh, uh, data from google search console so i think this is a great tool now for those of you who are listening to it and is not sure what google search console is google search console is a place where uh, you actually add your website to it's again part of google but it doesn't get added automatically so on your website you have google analytics that tracks like who's coming when they're coming what they're doing, what they're clicking. And Search Console basically collects all the organic data, right? How are people finding your site? What keywords they've been using? Things like that. Yes, some of those information gets passed into Google Analytics, but you still want to have your Google Search Console. If you're not familiar with Google Search Console is and you have a website, Google the word Google Search Console. It will take, and I think, uh, I forgot the URL, but it will take you to that website, to that URL. You can register your website. You have to... Specify that you own the website and off you go, um, and you will take it from there. But what Google is saying, uh, data in Search Console's insights will help site owners answer questions such as, what are your best performing pieces of content and which ones are trending? How do people discover your content across the web? What do people search for on Google before they visit your content? What article refers uh, users to your website and content? Now, all this something answers, again, you could find out by digging through Google Analytics, but most people do not have a GA expertise or someone on payroll who can do this. So I think this is a godsend uh, solution. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Shopify. Shopify is now saying ShopPay is now available to online stores who even don't use Shopify. If you're following our show, the Twim show, you know we covered ShopPay when it was released. Uh, but this week, what Shopify is saying, you know, hey, you don't have to necessarily use a Shopify store, but you could still uh, leverage Shopify Pay. Folks, this is the pay game, right? We we are moving towards e-commerce. We have Apple Pay, we have Google Pay, we have Amazon Pay. Now we have Shop Pay. I don't know the PayPal Pay. I mean, there's a plethora of tools, right? Uh, but everyone is hoping that by providing something like this, they can process more transactions and they can get more customer data. And as a result, it's going to make Shopify better. I mean, that's what PayPal does, and actually, Shopify does have a. Uh, 
leg up uh, in terms of you know getting into the payment game because they can understand the whole e-commerce uh, solution better because they're actually in the business of serving uh, customers and shops to uh, you know facilitate their sale right uh, so anyway uh, Shopify just like anything else, they're saying it's faster, more efficient, secure pay, pay, um, payments. Yes, which payment processing processor is not uh, faster, secure, and efficient anymore? Hello, but you know they have to put that marketing to uh, marketing spin in that, so they did that. Convenient order tracking and management, uh, carbon emissions offset on every do- delivery, and I mean I did see on Shopify's website like you know for every payment processing they do they plant a tree or something like that. But, you know, hey, if you're eco-friendly, go for it. Uh, that's their angle. Uh, I'm not against it. It's just a, it's just yet another uh, pay system out there. If you're using Stripe, I do not even know why you want to go to Shopify. But if your account is uh, banned, uh, like if PayPal closes your account or Stripe doesn't work with you, then probably you want to go with Shopify. I still do not know how much they're going to charge either. Uh, that's another thing, you know, the processing fee. Anyways, uh, with that, let's move on to the next update, which is also from Shopify. Uh, Shopify's new feature will become more friendly, SEO friendly to be specific. And their CEO, actually, uh, Toby Lutke, uh, tweeted that, you know, starting Monday, which is tomorrow, because I'm recording this on a Sunday, on a Father's Day, uh, that users would be able to uh, update the robot.txt file. Again, robot.txt file is the file that you put in on your website, on the root of your website. Uh, usually you don't see it, people don't see it, but that tells the robot, which is the crawler, uh, Google crawler, Bing crawler, any website crawler, how they should behave and what they should index and what they should not index. This is great. Like, you know, now you could have a sales page uh, and then just tell the in spider, the index, the robot, not to index that page. And as a result, you don't have to worry about, oh my God, is someone going to find this page like six months from today and is it going to be a boo-boo, right? Uh, so that's what it is. It's a good thing. Uh, one of the caveats is that you have to use Shopify's liquid theme template. Again, I'm not a Shopify developer, so I do not know what it is. But if you are using Shopify, uh, you probably know what this means and you could probably work with the developer. You probably have enough information to be able to do it on your own. Okay, with that, let's move on to the next update, which is from YouTube. Uh, so YouTube basically announced that you know they are gonna not allow four types of businesses to advertise on their masthead. And again, if you're not uh, familiar with Google's uh, ma- Google's lingo or what a masthead in YouTube is, then you are not alone. Uh, this is something you know every platform has their own lingo, and I'm gonna just bring quickly bring you up to speed. Uh, Master is basically, it's a video ad that appears at the top of YouTube homepage. So if you go to youtube.com and if you see a big, big uh, rectangular ad, that's a YouTube masthead, right? And Google is saying, hey, we are not no longer allowed this kind of four uh, ads, which is alcohol sales, gambling, prescription drugs, election and political ads. And in my Opinion, I think it makes sense. Like YouTube is gaining popularity. YouTube is becoming mainstream. YouTube is on TVs. YouTube is on everywhere. And they do not know who is going to turn on YouTube.com. Whether it's on from a TV, from an iPad, from a phone or whatever, they do not know. So they want to be careful. Uh, so they're just saying on the front page, we are not going to allow this plus whatever they were not allowing before. 
And it makes sense because it could be a minor. I have kids at home. I have YouTube TV. And they could be going on the TV and placing and they could see things at that are inappropriate, right? Again, if I was quick, if I was searching particularly for gambling or alcohol sales, then that makes a very different thing. So again, makes sense. Uh, it just shows YouTube is getting bigger and better and becoming mainstream TV. With that, let's move on to the next part, which is uh, there are new ad formats in Microsoft advertising. Yes. Uh, what Microsoft is introducing a new ad format called tools and activities that they say will be unique to the platform. Okay, at least for now until it gets copied by someone else. Huh, right. Uh, after all, if you're following us, you know that, you know, all these platforms are copying each other anyways. Uh, so, but what the, what Microsoft is saying, these ads are made in real time by Microsoft's artificial intelligence. Thus, there are no keywords required for you to play with uh, for relevant queries using unique feed files. And that include images, price, reviews and videos, which, of course, you put it to uh, put it into the Microsoft system. Uh, and it's still in better but advertisers in the US and you can, can sign up for this beta fi filing or the uh, uh, request form, which we are going to link in our uh, show's homepage or on our website, marketandgrow.com slash show. Right uh, there. And also we, I'm going to put a link to, you know, all the other requirements and optional attributes that you should be putting in uh, into uh, when creating these ads. Now I've looked quickly, I briefly looked into this ad and I will tell you I'm very thoroughly uh, impressed what it can do, uh, especially it can probably boost your ticket sales and do not discount Microsoft ads. There is a segment of the market that is still using Microsoft Bing because remember, Windows PCs ships with Microsoft Internet Explorer slash Internet Edge, uh, Edge browsers and they're, they're by default set to Bing.com. So... There is a market for there, okay? With that, let's go to the next update, which is from Facebook. And Facebook is saying they're going to make it easier for you to integrate your podcast to your Facebook page. That is true, folks. That is correct. So when this is launched tomorrow, this next week, what you'll be able to do is you'll be able to put a plug in your podcast RSS feed into your Facebook page and the Facebook page will automatically get uh, generate content, playable news feed, post to all episodes pub published moving forward. That means if I connect my you know, news feed, which I plan to do so anytime I publish the stream show every Sunday, it will automatically get published to Facebook. I no longer have to manually copy it into Facebook and publish it and do all those things. It just makes it a lot easier. I like it. And what Facebook is saying also, they're planning to add a feature that will allow listeners to create clips from the favorite show. So for example, you like this portion of the podcast very much, you'd be able to copy that and paste it into your uh, profile or, you know, share it and things like that. We'll see when that happens. I will obviously update you. But for now, this is really interesting. I like it. Right. They obviously, you know, want to keep creators on their on their platform or on their app as long as you as they can. Like imagine, uh, you know, if I were if you were listening to the Twim show every 20 for 20 minutes every week. Right. Obviously, one caveat, and I will tell you, mark my words, today is June 28th, 2021. Facebook is going to insert ads into this sometime in the future. Not in the near future, but sometime in the future, once it gains popularity. Okay, keep that in mind. Next update, Facebook adds new features to group admins. This is actually a pretty interesting update because I will tell you, Facebook is saying they're adding things like uh, 
content moderate improve content moderation processes conflict alerts and an updated overview dashboard that will highlight group tasks that require attention as well as a customizable admin home right one thing i'll tell you the content moderation feature while they're saying it will enable group admins to set up their own criteria and what they want to moderate even automatically moderate posts both posts and comments based on these rules for example an admin can set up a rule to automatically decline comments that include a link to a third party site which could be good for branded communities and avoid conflicts with competing options i like that right that is basically means you cannot i i can say no one should be able to like you know put links into my um uh, into post over here and you know and if it does it gets automatically deleted now you know i've seen a lot of groups that do that with the enforce or no groups link sharing allowed no affiliate link and people still figure out a way to do it by saying oh pm me dm me for i will send you the link or they will put the like quoted word like you know uh market and grow.com like they will spell out the whole thing and the people find ways to around it i mean i do not even know if that is a great example but that's the example facebook came out with okay uh what they're also saying is the group admins will also be able to restrict people who don't qualify to participate uh or participate based on a range of options like how long they have had a facebook account or how long they have been a member of the group I mean, you know, Facebook, you want to build a community and you're creating groups and now you're t- giving me the tool to say, hey, you cannot be participate, you cannot take part in this, com- uh, you know, uh, you cannot communicate or you cannot comment on a post because you've been only a member for two weeks. Like, great. That's going to really create engagement, right, Facebook? Great idea, right? Uh, conflict alert, uh, which Facebook is saying it's going to use Facebook AI to detect and notify admins when there may be contentious and unhealthy conversations in their group so that they can take action as needed. I, I do believe AI is progressing. I do believe AI is making, you know, advances in leaps and bounds ways. But you know what? People are, people are generally crappy. They don't go and say, you know what? I'll shoot you. I'll kill you. They become very snarky and they become very sarcastic. They say things that may sound right but it actually sounds you know incorrect right it's like you've seen this backhanded compliments things like that so i do not even know uh how this thing is going to work out but i just think you know it just create uh either a lot of headache for the group admin or it's just going to turn off a lot of people and they're going to be like bye bye i'm out of this group anyway i will let facebook figure it out i'm i don't get paid for facebook uh people to do it but i think in a way if if, if this works out and they will have tr- the group admins would be, end up training facebook's algorithm and facebook would probably get better in other things but the other thing i will tell you is is very I, i'm part of a lot of groups very i have not seen that many you know uh how do I say, unhealthy conversations in a group. People just don't do that. Maybe I haven't been part of those, like, you know, dark groups, I would say, where people are like, you know, uh, really killing each other, like gangster groups, probably, like, you know, mafia groups. I haven't seen those groups, so I don't know how it is. Maybe that's where, you know, dark things happen. But the groups I've been to, yeah, I mean, sometimes people did get into fights and arguments, things like that. But eventually, you know, people wise up and they're like, you know what, this is a, it doesn't make any sense. Let's just shut it down. Like, you know, they just ignore. I've seen that. This happens. Sometimes you just need to let nature take over. Like, you know, stop being a helicopter parent, Facebook. But, you know, they have two plus billion users, so they probably need to do a lot more. Or two point, there may be, again, I will tell you, I do not know, maybe there are a lot of bullying happening in, happening on the platforms. And I just do not know it because I don't, I'm not in that range, age range. So, 
forgive me if I say something incorrect, but I think, you know, again, uh, how they will do it, they will figure it out. But anyway, uh, the other thing is like, you know, they have a new Apple's process for group admins, a ability to tag group rules within comments and posts for clarity. Even group members will also be able to tag specific group rules when they report posts and comments. And, you know, the release goes on those minor things, but I think these were the major ones that you want to hear about, you should know about. Uh, again, I will put all the details of what is being covered in our show notes space. So again, check out marketandgrow.com slash show and you will find every else from there okay with that the last update for this week is that facebook is launching independent music uh independent artist program uh what they're doing is they will help uh, unsigned musicians earn money from the music by making their content available on facebook and instagram through facebook's partner platforms such as distrokid or tunecore the way it will work is they will upload uh independent artists will upload their music uh, to Facebook through either one of these platforms and it will become uh, available in uh, uh, Facebook's creator portal and say we are publishing a video and we end up using it, Facebook is going to give them a cut. Uh, this is what, uh, you know, back in April we covered, uh, TikTok was doing the same thing with United Masters. Uh, Google recently announced that, you know, they paid like $4 billion in the last 12 months to artists as royalties. This is around the same game. Facebook is realizing, you know, people are creating uh, videos and, you know, oftentimes their video gets, uh, you know, struck down because of copyright violations. Not that they do it intentionally, even couple, sometimes our videos days because someone ended up using a music that's copyrighted. Uh, so Facebook is saying, you know what, we'll make it easy. We'll give you a library, choose from this music, choose from the genre and then use it for free. And obviously it's not free because Facebook is going to pay them and they're going to probably insert ads. They're going to keep more videos. It's a whole ecosystem of, you know, hey, let's give you, I will pay you to create music in hopes that you're going to get paid when someone uses your music. And then what they're doing is they're giving me access to this music because now I'm going to add more content into Facebook and people are going to watch those content and it's just going to be a whole runner ecosystem around ads. That's how it works. That's the game, right? Okay. Alrighty, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles. Once again, this is your host, Ajit Slam, signing off until next week. And if you're not signed up for our email newsletter, make sure you do that because you can get the same updates from our email newsletter. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.